Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good afternoon and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In this Tuesday. In this Tuesday, the 17th of August, August. which is the first day of VPK for my daughter and many other children here in Bavard County. So we just want to encourage the parents. Everything is going to be okay. Yes. Tuesday morning. Get your cup of coffee Mm -hmm. and rejoice. That you are alive. One thing God doesn't lie is us complaining. So, therefore, there's no complaining this morning. We're not going to complain. We're going to live a life of rejoicing. Oh, God, I give you thanks. God, I worship you. Lord, you are good. And your mercy endures forever. Mm -hmm. And I am enjoying the mercies of God. Therefore, this is the day that you have made and given me life, so I'm rejoicing in it. Did somebody get that? I'm rejoicing in it. As we, as we says that this week is going to be a great week of teaching. Because why is this going to be a great week of teaching? The topic, the subject that we, which we are embarking upon and uh, is seen seeing the future with faith. We declare to you that you can see your future through the eyes of what? Faith. And not through the eyes of fear. Mm -hmm. Not through the eyes of fear. Yesterday, we give you a working definition of fear, which I like. Fear is false evidence appearing real. And Diane, you support that by giving us a practical example from the Bible of false evidence. With Joseph's brother, take something that was tangible, that was real, which is Joseph's coat, dip it in animal blood, and Bring it to Joseph's father to say, your son is dead. Yeah. And they said, whose coat is this? Do you know whose coat it is? He knows because that's Joseph's coat. They presented the false evidence, the altered evidence. Evidence. The altered. And then Jacob says, well, that's Joseph's coat. Surely. Yes. He's been mauled Mauled by animals. Because he has blood. That was false evidence. Mm -hmm. And what? It's a pair real. real. And then a second time with Joseph, when Potiphar's wife had his garment yeah. in her hand, yeah. and then she presented it to her husband as yeah. him trying to get with her, yeah. but really he was running away, away from, from her, her, and she had grabbed it and had his um, his top in her hand. Another example from the Bible of false evidence, evidence. that appear what? Real. real. But it's not real. So she took it and she switched the story. She said he was trying to get at me. Well, really, she was trying to get at him. <laughs> <laughs> and he ran out. <laughs> but it appeared on the surface real. And guess what? As we says that fear 
brings terror. Mm -hmm. Fear brings what? Torment. Mm -hmm. When there is fear, or anyone whose life is captured by the spirit of fear is in terror, is in torment. And all of us know when we're fearful, our peace is what? Gone. Our joy is gone. There's no joy in when you are in fear. There's no peace in you when you are in fear. So we know when we are in fear. It's torment and terror. People that are fearful, they'll tell you they have what sleepless night. Mm -hmm. People that are at peace have a night of sleep, and in the morning they don't even want to wake up. <laughs> 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 they tell you, man, my sleep mm -hmm. was so sweet mm -hmm. and peaceable. Mm -hmm. I look and I see that I need to get up. Even when you turn, you know, you have to set the mm -hmm. what alarm. The alarm. Mm -hmm. People who are in peace don't set. I have to set the alarm to wake up because their, their, their sleep is not disturbed by anything. So they know, man, once they go into this sleep realm, man, they're just going to sleep. And then when the alarm goes off, they say, ah, oh. I do that lots of times. I turn it back off. I say, five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes turn into 10 minutes, and 10 minutes turn into 15 minutes. Why? You're enjoying the rest because you are at peace and your body is at peace. Now, on the other hand, if you're fearful, no way. You torment all night. No sleep. And we can prove to you when Nebuchadnezzar was, uh, was in fear, he couldn't sleep. Sleep leave him. He was in terror. When uh, Darius put Joseph, uh, not Joseph, Daniel in the... In the Lion's den. Yeah, when in the lands then, mm -hmm. it says that night, sleep, leave him. He couldn't wait for the morning. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it, fear, if he gets fear, yeah, it, it it it's like a strangulation process. Yeah, when we allow fear to sit, come on, the cord of bondage tightens. Yeah. when we allow it to sit, but it's the same thing though. On the contrary, with peace, yeah. when we grow in our peace, yeah, there's nothing then that's going to be able to take us out of our peace, yes. but we have to grow into the place of peace, yes. into the presence of peace. Peace is a prepared place for us. Peace is a gift that Jesus Christ gives unto us. In John chapter 14, he says, my peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. It's not a peace that could be found in the world. It's a gift of peace that comes through Jesus Christ. So just like when we get a physical gift in the earth, we have to open it and yes. we have to utilize it to partake of the benefit of it. So, so it is with Jesus's peace. So how do we open the gift of Jesus's peace? Well, we have to begin to do what the word of God says. And Paul gives us the rep recipe in Philippians chapter four to activate this peace that surpasses all understanding. He tells us what to meditate on. Meditate on things that are true. Meditate on things that are praiseworthy. Meditate on things that are noble. Meditate on all of these good things and though when we're meditating on those things what does it do it cultivates the peace that surpasses all understanding so the opposite fear is also true when we allow fear to sit and we continue to meditate on it we end up in a deep dark place of torment but it's a gradual process so that's why on the onset of fear when fear tries to approach on the onset of it 
By faith, we have to cast it down. We have to access the authority that is found in the word of God. We know automatically fear is not of God. So it is if, if it's not of God, then it's not for me. We do not operate in fear. Then when we're in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, it says, by faith, we understand. Okay, so by faith, we're operating out in faith. We need to ask God for understanding, for wisdom to be able to triumph in the situation because the enemy is shooting an arrow of fear to get us out of position. The enemy is shooting an arrow of fear to get us out of, out of position. Simple thing. To get a promotion on your job, you know you got to go get the next um, piece of education or the next training or the next certificate. The enemy shoots an arrow of fear. Well, you didn't do good in elementary school. What makes you think you're going to do good now? To take you out of position for your promotion. So we have to, when the arrow of fear comes, we have to immediately reject it. It's not of God. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So if I have power, then I have power to resist, to ricochet that arrow of fear that's coming at me, away from me. He has given me love. Okay, God loves me. He has his best intention for me. God will strategically give me the plan that I need to be able to maneuver, to be able to move, to be able to manifest his word and not this spirit of fear. And he has given me a sound mind to be able to think reasonably, to be able to access wisdom from above. In James chapter 1, it says, if any of you, any single one of you, any of you lack wisdom, ask of God who gives to all liberally without reproach. God will give us the wisdom that we need to be able to navigate situations. But what does the enemy do? He sends the arrow of fear to try to cause us to run. But in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 25, it says, do not be afraid of sudden terror when it comes. So we already know the enemy is launching arrows of sudden terror. When we least expect it, he's trying to throw us out of position by fear. That's why we must operate by faith. By faith, I understand that this is an attack of the enemy that's trying to move me off of the word. So what do we have to do? We have to stand on the word, the reassurance, the comfort, the power of the word. What does the word of God say about this situation? Not what does this doctor say, not does what this website say. What does the word of God say about this situation. The Bible says that the peace of your children, that they shall be mighty in the land, that the blessing shall flow from generation to generation. The Bible says that. The Bible says that he has given you a power to be able to generate wealth. The Bible has promise after promise after promise. With long life, I satisfy you. In the land of the living, you will testify of the goodness of the Lord. The Bible says these things over and over. So by faith, we understand that there are two forces that are in war. Yes. And when Pastor said that yesterday, the spirit of faith, of the spirit of fear. Yes. So we have to combat it in the spirit. Yes. Because he's a spirit. And the only way we could have victory over a spirit is by the spirit, spirit. of God. Yes. Come on. I like what James says. James, the brother of Jesus. James, the brother of Jesus. I like what he says. He says, James chapter 1, verse 17, and reading from the Living Translation. Watch this. Whatsoever, what's, and I love when the Bible started out with the word whatsoever or whoever. <laughs> Think about that word. Whatsoever, whatsoever, whatsoever is good. I let that sink in. Just think of all the good. Whatsoever is good. And 
is a gift of God. Is a gift coming down from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heaven. He never changed. Diana, he not, never changed or cast or cast a shifting, shifting shadow, which fear changes, and it becomes a shifting shadow. I know that. Mm -hmm. It was there, and after you, it's it shifts. Mm -hmm. He said, why was I so fear? Yeah, because sh think about a shadow. shadow. A shadow usually yeah, projects something yeah. as bigger yeah. and darker than it that, really is. Come on, somebody. You could have the, the brightness, the full coloring of a tree with beautiful greenery, but yeah. its shadow is dark and dreary. Yeah, I got it light. Mm -hmm. That's what it mm -hmm. says. When God, we can see my faith is in light, not in shadow. Yeah, and then you go, though I walk through the shadow of death, death. I will fear no the evil. evil. Why? Because his rod, yeah. his word. His word. The rod is his word. Somebody got to get that. But because, ooh, this is, I told you, this week it was going to be so good. Revelation will flow. What is revelation? The understanding of his word. So we understand that faith is not a shadow. He doesn't act like shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I see we're ready all the time. We'll pick that up tomorrow. We want to invite you tonight to Celebration Tabernacle Church Facebook page at 7 p.m. for Family Enrichment Night, where we will be streaming live. 7 p.m. tonight, Celebration Tabernacle Church Facebook page. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. You're listening to 91.5 FM and 102.3 FM. This is Brevard County's home for the very best in contemporary Christian and modern praise and worship music. WMIE. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right, good morning and uh, welcome. Welcome to the show. This is Morning Breath. I am uh, Brian Moore, one of the pastors here at East Coast Christian Center. It's my honor to host a show today. I have some friends in the studio. We're going to get into the Word of God together. I want to welcome you out there and welcome some folks in the studio with me here. 